Welcome to Your Dollars Making Sense, a podcast hosted by investor and realtor Richard Neese. Your Dollars Making Sense, where financial intelligence is the key to your financial freedom. Hey everybody, Richard Neese here. Thank you so much for tuning in to the first episode of Your Dollars Making Sense, where we believe that financial intelligence is the key to financial freedom. I appreciate you guys tuning in. Uh, the first show is going to be an intro. Uh, you guys are going to hear a little bit about me, who I am, how I started. We're going to talk about the purpose of the show, uh, what we're trying to do, and we're also going to talk about several different types of investments overall. Uh, we appreciate you tuning in. What we're going to do first, I'm going to talk about me. Uh, so my name is Richard Neese. I'm a local real estate broker here in Coleman, Alabama. I service North Alabama. I deal with uh, commercial investments. Uh, I also deal with residential properties. You may have seen my signs around. I'm known by many names, Mr. Open House. Uh, you know, I also used to work at the sheriff's office. I worked with the sheriff's office at Coleman County for about five years. I uh, started out in the jail and then ended up working through. I was a canine officer before I left. I've got a, a big family right now. It's uh, We've got four little ones, three little girls and a little boy. Uh, and, and that was actually what pushed me into investing. It pushed me into real estate as a whole. Uh, I realized that on a, a deputy salary around here, it's hard to raise three kids and now four. And so I decided there, there must be a better way. I've got to figure out a way that I can stay at my job and also learn about real estate investing. So what I did was I got my real estate license. Uh, I started uh, doing some advertising, some marketing, learning, working with investors. And, you know, in about short four years, I've got uh, over 29 rental properties. We have uh, storage units. I've, I've bought homes on courthouse steps. We've uh, rehabbed and flipped properties. Uh, so on, on the investment side, mine has mostly been uh, with real estate. But what we want to do with your dollars making sense is we want to look at all investment types. Because some folks may be risk averse. Some folks may be happy with taking risk and jumping out there. They may want to be day traders. So we want to go through and compare real estate, stocks, bonds, all this stuff. And that's the goal. Uh, we, we want to show you how you can become financially free uh, through financial intelligence. Before I was a deputy sheriff, we'll do a little backtracking. I served in the Army. Uh, I was actually uh, Army Reserves. I did a tour in Iraq in 2009. Uh, and then before that, I went to several different colleges. I ran uh, college cross country at a little school called uh, Tusculum College up in Tennessee. There may be some folks that know where that's at north of Knoxville. And then uh, I went to St. Bernard in high school. And then I went to Vinemont uh, in elementary and middle school. And that, that pretty much sums up uh, my background for, as a whole. Now we want to get a little bit more into the purpose of the show. Uh, you know, we, we really... Uh, I believe in helping good people get to a better place. You've probably heard that before if you've ever listened to any of my other podcasts, if you've ever listened to uh, The Real Estate Rundown, which was a show we had on WKUL for a long time, a uh, couple years now, actually. Uh, we truly believe in helping good people get to a better place, and that's not just with buying and selling homes. We want to educate. I, I believe financial um, financial intelligence is the key to financial freedom. And so we want to give you guys the information uh, so that you can make good investment decisions. Over the last, I'd say, uh, year to two years, I've had several people reach out to me and ask me. Uh, the first thing they say is, hey, should I invest in rental properties? Hey, should I invest in this? Hey, should I invest in that? Now, full disclaimer, I'm not a financial advisor. 
Uh, but I do have a lot of experience in the real estate side, so folks see that as an opportunity to get into an exciting investment that they can put hands on, uh, and they see all of the stuff about real estate flips and, and all the money that's being made in real estate, and so their initial reaction is, how can I get into that game? How can I get into that investment? But the first thing I tell them, which we'll talk about in our second segment, is what's your goal? Uh, where Where do you want to be at? What is retirement? That's the purpose. The purpose of this show, Your Dollars Making Sense, is to help people navigate um, the retirement, navigate investments, learn as much as they can because that financial intelligence is truly the key. Uh, so I'm a big believer. If you've ever listened to any of our podcasts before, if you've watched my social media channels, I'm a big believer in self-improvement, uh, whether it's uh, money, whether it's spiritually, whether it's physically. It's that constant self-improvement is what makes us human. It, what That growth is, is natural, but it does take effort. Um, so with that constant self-improvement, I want to be a resource for all of my listeners, whether you're on the podcast, whether you listen on WKUL, whatever the case might be. We want to make sure that you have that this resource. We're going to bring in experts from all different fields, whether it's stocks, bonds, mutual funds, ETFs, CDs, uh, retirement plans, options, annuities, commodities. These are all big terms that people talk about and throw around loosely. We want to give you guys the information necessary to make a good investment or decide not to invest in these because of one reason or another. Whether it's risk, whether it's return, we're going to give you all of this information to include how to speak the language, uh, what a good investment is, uh, we're going to give you different service providers, different folks that sell these commodity stocks, bonds, and let you talk with them or at least listen so that we can make great decisions in your investment. Uh, everybody thinks they want uh, invest or they want to retire as soon as possible, uh, but we're actually going to get into some definitions on what is retirement and how does that look for you. So we appreciate you tuning in to the first segment of the first show of Your Dollars Making Sense. Uh, it's going to be a great run. I'm really excited about helping folks. We've already had so many people reach out to us about this, and that's why I decided to, to do this show on the radio on the podcast. Uh, so we're going to come back on the other side of the break. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about um, starting out, uh, what you can do, what you shouldn't do. Uh, and, you know, everybody has a different story. Everybody has different levels of resources. We want to give you that common place to start from. And then you decide based off of the show, based off of other education, self-improvement, where you should go from there. Uh, you know, the, the key to financial freedom is truly financial intelligence. And we want to help provide that. Hey, everybody. Richard Neese here, the host of Your Dollars Making Sense, where we believe that financial intelligence is the key to financial freedom. So the first segment, you got to learn a little bit about me if you didn't know before. Um, you know, like I said, I'm a real estate agent here in North Alabama, real estate broker, actually. Um, I deal with all sorts of different types of investments on the re residential, commercial side, uh, rentals. We we've got about 29 rental properties right now. We've got storage units. Uh, th so that gives you a little bit of background about me. But let's talk about you. Uh, we want to talk about where do we start. So, so there's lots of different places we can start. But my opinion on starting any goal is to have a plan. If you don't know where you're going, you can't get there. There's several different um, facets to this, several different ways you can look at it. Uh, but the first thing we need to do is we need to look at what is an investment. We need to look at what is retirement. What is a return on investment? 
Uh, one thing that we're going to do in the future shows is we're going to go through and we're going to map out different terms so you have a better understanding of investing. Uh, so when you get around uh, other colleagues that might already be investing in different things, you'll know what they're talking about. Uh, and you'll be able to contribute to the conversation because you know the lingo, you know the verbiage, the technical stuff. One thing that's pretty easy is we're going to talk about what is an investment. Uh, so Webster's defines it as an investment can be stocks, bonds, mutual funds, interest-bearing accounts, land, derivatives, real estate, artwork, old comic books, jewelry, anything an investor believes will produce income. Why does this matter? The safety of the principle is a, a concern in any investment. So with an investment, we're going to, we're going to put money in. We're going to put some resource in with an, an ex expectation of getting a return. I mean, that's that's the basic form of investment. I mean, whether that's investing, and this doesn't have to just be money. Uh, let's look at investments. We're going to invest time into working on our golf game with the expectation that the time will lead to a better golf game. We're going to invest in our marriage. We're going to invest in our children. We're going to invest in real estate, stocks, bonds. So we all know what this term means, uh, but when you really break it down, the, the basics of it are we're going to invest something in the expectation of return more than what we invested. That's the key. So with an investment, we've got to have a plan. So we know we want to get money. We know we want to get some sort of return off of this, but what is return? Uh, what, what expectations do we have on that? So what I do is I talk to several folks. I had a, a friend of mine from the sheriff's office messaged me the other day. And he said, hey, man, where should I invest in? How should I, who should I talk to about retirement planning? And the first thing I said was, well, we can't do this through a text. So let's go sit down. Uh, let's talk about several things. Let's talk about what, what retirement looks like for you. Let's talk about how far away it is, standard of living, what sort of benefits you already have in place and what you'll need. And that will help us de define where we're headed. And then we can start seeing what vehicle is best. So let's start from the top. How far away is retirement? So if I'm talking to a 20-year-old, early 20s, you would automatically think, well, he's got uh, 30 years before he retires or something like that. Not everybody has the same expectations of what retirement is. So I looked it up and let me pull it through my notes. Uh, investment. I'm looking for the definition of retirement. So Webster has that as an act of retiring, the state of being retired, a withdrawal from one's position or occupation or from active working life. The age at which um, someone normally retires, most people will say 50, 60, 65, um, but it's also a place of seclusion or privacy. We're retiring to somewhere else. Not everybody's retirement is secluded. Not everybody's retirement is from working life. I know many people that technically retired in what they call financial freedom, uh, where their income from different investments outweighs their expenses. That's financial freedom. Um, they're still working, whether that's with a nonprofit, whether that's starting companies, whether that's coaching. There's so much more to retirement than just not having to go to work anymore. Uh, what does retirement look like for you? So we, we need to define when you want to retire. And then we also need to backtrack and say, what standard of living do we want to have once this retirement comes? Standard of living. So if you have somebody that wants to, uh, let's say the retirement consists of, I want to live in a tiny home on 10 acres uh, out in the middle of nowhere, uh, and I already have the, the cash to purchase both of those, and I want to live off the grid. 
All right. Well, that retirement may not require uh, other investments to keep money coming in. You may be able to live self-sufficiently out there and not have to do anything else for retirement. Pay taxes. So figure out what taxes are going to be for the next 30 years. Guesstimate, of course. And at that point, have that money in your account. And, and then maybe that's retirement for you. Well, let's look at the other side of that. Let's say somebody wants to have a lake house, a mountain house, a beach house, uh, a large home for the grandchildren, a big spread. That retirement may be a little bit further out or may take smarter or more aggressive investments in order to get to that point. So we've got to truly define what retirement looks like for us, where it's at, what standard of living Benefits. Benefits are huge. Do you have things in place? And we'll have experts come on to talk about this, but do you have long-term care policies? Do you have things that will protect you if you, you're disabled? If you're out and you're, you're the self-sufficient guy and you're out and you get paralyzed, at that point, you need to have something to protect you. So that's something we've got to factor in. The key is you've got to have a plan. Uh, there, there are great financial advisors. There are great mentors. There are people out there that have done it in different ways. There is no one way. Uh, you, you need to draw from their experience. There's resources on the Internet. There's people uh, that you can talk to. So we've got to have a plan and we've got to know what retirement looks like. We're going to do a couple more things on the back side of this. We were coming up against a break right now. What I'd like to do is I'd like to point out retirement is different for everybody. We have to have this financial intelligence. That's the key to the, your financial freedom. Investments look differently to everyone. You may be risk averse. You may be uh, very willing to take risk, and that's okay. Let's look at the merits of each and fit fit the right investment for you at this time. Like I said, we appreciate you tuning in. Please uh, tune into the other side. Uh, we're gonna have uh, we're gonna talk about different types of investments and break them down. Uh, we're also gonna talk a little bit about the budgeting side, which is the next step after you have a plan. Uh, your financial intelligence is the key to financial freedom. Hey everybody, Richard Neese here. Thank you so much for tuning in to the third and the final segment today of Your Dollars Making Sense. As we stated in the first segment, the whole purpose of this show is to make sure that we educate, we help you navigate. We want to make sure that your financial intelligence is strong enough to reach your financial freedom. And that's something we're going to harp on over and over. There's plenty of good books out there that can help you uh, grow that financial intelligence. There's a great podcast, which we hope you tune into ours. Um, there's great resources in your local community and nationally to give you that knowledge to, to make it to where you can reach retirement when you want to. Uh, you can make those smart decisions to help you live the lifestyle you want to. Uh, like we talked about in the second segment, not everybody's retirement looks the same. You may want to work until you're 70 because you love what you do. And I know a lot of guys that do that. Uh, you, you may want to work until you die. You may want to work until you're 35 and retire then and travel the world. I mean, there's tons and tons of things we can do um, to set us up for success, but we've got to define what success is through that plan. And what I'll say, too, is uh, a lot of us, and you may be past this step, but a lot of folks that are wanting to start investing, whether you're 20 or 30 or 40 or 50, one thing that we're missing, one, one step we've all got to improve upon is starting with budgeting. So if you don't know how much money's coming in, if you don't know how much money's going out, how can you make a plan for the additional income? And there's a lot of folks that will argue that investing should be done as a, 
I get paid first. Uh, if you read Rich Dad Poor Dad, that's a great one. Uh, Robert Kiyosaki talks about paying you first before you pay the bills. And what that does is it gives you an opportunity. And paying you doesn't mean going out and going on a beach trip. Uh, paying you means taking a certain amount of money every month and treating it as a bill. Uh, but that's your investing bill. That, that's the money that you're going to put into an account for, whether it's just for a CD, which we'll talk about in a few minutes, uh, a, a low interest bearing uh, CD, or maybe it's a, a real estate investment, or maybe it's stocks and bonds. Uh, your strategy is going to determine where that's going, but you should always pay yourself first. It, because at the end of the day, and Kiyosaki points this out um, several times, but it's always vivid in my mind, you're going to make sure your light bill gets paid. You're going to make sure your water bill gets paid. So if you pay yourself first and then you have to pick up an extra job on the, the back end of the month to get everything paid, you're creating your future through that investment, through that money that you set aside by paying yourself first. So that's, that's one part of it. Uh, we've got t the, the budgeting side is so crucial. Uh, if you don't have any idea where your money's going, I, I think you'll be unpleasantly surprised. You'll be shocked. If you go back and look at your credit card bill, your debit card statement, uh, at, at all the money that uh, $10, $12, $15 at a time goes out the window. And ev everybody's guilty of this. Um, I don't know of anybody, and there may be some out there that are budget Nazis, uh, but everybody's guilty of that splurge spending, especially in with the ease of access. Uh, we don't actually hand over paper money to somebody else anymore. So it's just a number in an account that's that's being debited and credited. So it's so much easier to go in and spend ten dollars in the in the convenience store. Uh, you know, there, there's so many things we waste money on. If we really looked at it and took that that let's say tithing money, the ten percent. Um, so you've got that ten percent that you've set aside. I think you should have the tithing money, and then you should have the investment money, and then pay your bills, and then take care of everything else because you'll find a way to make sure that it's done. So enough. We'll get off of that soapbox right now. Our plan is to get an, uh, a budgeting expert in um, in the next probably two shows so we can help you guys make a plan on that because once you have that in place then you can start setting aside the money that needs to be put aside but you've got to know where you're at and you've got to know where you're going first so we're going to talk about several different types of investments but what what is the thing that we're looking for uh, when we invest money right we're, we're looking for some sort of return a return on investment as defined by webster is return uh is a performance measure used to evaluate the efficiency of an investment or compare the efficiency of a number of different investments. So what that's saying is we're going to see what the return is, which is uh, the current value of the investment minus the cost divided by the cost of investment. So whatever money you get out above and beyond that, based off of how much money you put into it, that that's our return on investment. So that's how we apples to apples put uh, investments in place. How much money am I returning off of this real estate investment? How much money am I returning off of this investment with this vintage car or this comic book or this stock? Return on, on investment is key in deciding which direction you're going to go. Now, in some cases like, like me, um, the return on investment in an active investment I'm in the real estate business. It's so much easier for me to come across deals, find deals that I may have to have a higher return on investment because I see so many deals that come through. You may be that way in the stock trading or commodities. You may know something about oil. So there's there's so many different factors, but return on investment is a baseline, one of those bricks in the foundation of your investing uh, financial intelligence. Uh, it's key to know what return on investment is. We talked about retirement today and what the definition of retirement was. 
also what an investment actually is. What we're going to start doing is we're going to start filtering in these terms, uh, usually uh, in between breaks and commercials and things like that, to help you guys build that knowledge base. Uh, I'm, I'm not Investopedia by any means, but we want to give you that information so you can speak freely with folks in the investment world and understand what's going on. So let's go through just a few types of investments. Most folks have heard or know in general what the stock market is. Um, I, in my personal opinion, I believe it's a little bit different than it used to be. I felt like uh, uh, originally it was founded so that funds could be filtered into businesses. You could fund businesses to help their growth, and you picked winners and losers that way. Now I think there's more speculation that goes into it than anything, but I'm not the stock expert. Uh, we're going to bring somebody on that's a stockbroker, and they can give us their, their professional opinion on it, and we can compare apples to apples, what it is. Uh, stocks are definitely the most well-known investment. Uh, nowadays, you can literally trade from the uh, from your own home. Uh, I've had some experiences with the day trading. I've had some experience with options, which we'll talk about in a little bit. Um, there, there's a, an investment broker or a stock broker that you put an order into. They order the stocks, and the whole goal is to buy low, sell high. Uh, there's other things like dividends and things like that that can be built into it as well. So we have bonds. So bonds are a little bit different. Usually they're a little bit safer, uh, but it depends on the timing on it as well. It may be so safe that it doesn't give you a good return on investment, which we talked about earlier. Uh, bonds typically are investing into a company or into the government uh, and, and getting that return yield over a certain amount of time. This happens a lot when uh, when cities and municipalities are trying to raise funds for certain projects, uh, you can buy into the bond. You can buy a bond for the city of Coleman. And if they need that money for paving, for projects, and they give you X amount of return based off of what the agreement is on the front end. Mutual funds. So mutual funds uh, in their own right, uh, it's, it's stock trading. Uh, but you're not investing in individual stocks. You have somebody that is managing that mutual fund. They're picking winners and losers inside of the stock market, and, and they're spreading that uh, cost and, and that risk over many different areas. So they may they may trade in commodities. They may trade inside the stock, um, the stock market, the Nasdaq, the Dow. Uh, we're going to have a stockbroker come on and give us more explanation, but it, it's a way to a safe, safer invest, but you also get less potential for returns. Uh, so there's pros and cons on that as well, which brings us to ex exchange-traded funds. This is actually just a smaller version uh, of mutual funds. They carry less risk. They're spread across, and it's usually easier for investors to get into this. I've actually had experience on the front end uh, buying these smaller portions because the, the cost is less, so they're breaking it down. You've got the certificate of deposit. Most of us know this. Most of us have been in a local bank and seen um, you know, the CD rate is X. Uh, this is a way that the bank takes your money. Uh, they give you a, a desired return on it, whatever they say that is. You agree to it, but you agree to keep the funds locked up for X amount of time. Sometimes that's three months. Sometimes it's three years. It just depends. Uh, and this is a way for the bank to protect, to make sure they have funds to loan money but it's also a way for you to get a higher return than a basic savings account. There's all sorts of retirement plans. We're going to have a financial planner come on and talk a little bit more about that. You've got 401ks, 403b plans, IRAs. Uh, it, these are all closely related with mutual funds. You've got someone else managing your money inside the stock market. Sometimes this gives great returns. 
Sometimes it doesn't. Uh, there's tax advantages to some of these. Uh, we can go through, and when we talk with the, the guy about retirement plans, we'll definitely get more in-depth on each one of these and the benefits and the, the, the downfalls of them. Options. Like I talked about earlier, options are a way to invest inside of real, or inside of uh, uh, the stock market. There's also option contracts for uh, real estate. Uh, it's basically you're, you're buying the opportunity to buy a stock uh, at a certain rate. It's a discounted rate, uh, which makes it easier for you to get in. But these don't have an inherent value. Uh, the value of this could be zero um, over a certain amount of time, and they will be. Uh, as opposed to uh, something more tangible like real estate. Annuities, uh, we're going to talk about those a little bit. Uh, with You buy annuities from insurance companies uh, and they pay the payback. We have cryptocurrencies, which is a new investment. I'm not uh, keen on cryptocurrencies. I'd like to get an expert in to talk about those. It's a digital currency. Uh, to me, it's, it's similar to the stock market uh, in the sense that uh, there's lots of speculation that goes on with it. Uh, we've got commodities where you actually buy gold, silver, uh, you can buy uh, pig skins. I mean, there's so so much commodities. Uh, it's, it's basically buying a product in hopes that the, the value will go up on it. And, of course, we have my favorite, which is real estate. So uh, I have the most experience in real estate, uh, and I would argue that it's one of the best investments uh, to include uh, tax benefits, to include uh, appreciation. There's so many different ways, and there are more millionaires from real estate than anything else, uh, any other uh, form of investment. But it does take the right touch. You do need to have somebody that helps guide you through that process. Uh, there's tons of ways to fail in all of these, but real estate can really be tricky if you don't have the right team behind you explaining how all of it works and helping you navigate. Uh, so we've gone through several, several types of investments. The key is... Uh, that your financial intelligence is the key to your financial freedom. If you don't have that knowledge base, you, if you don't have uh, the experts helping you in different ways to, uh, to evaluate return on investments, uh, then you're likely to misstep. It doesn't happen all the time. Some folks uh, can luck their way through investments and, and make a million dollars or bet on the right horse. But at the end of the day, you want to try and minimize as much risk as possible. So your dollars making sense we really want to help good people get to a better place. We're trying to give you the information to make you better investors, whatever investment type that is. You may want to sit on the sidelines and just learn, and then 20 years from now you may decide you want to invest. And that's okay. We want to give you that knowledge, that information. We want to help you navigate, help you help educate you so that you can be an expert investor and reach retirement when you decide that is. So today we've gone over a few things. You've gotten a little background about me in the first show. Uh, found out where I came from and what I'm doing now. We also went over the purpose of uh, Your Dollars Making Sense, which is to give you the financial intelligence so that you can reach financial freedom. Uh, we've gone over how to start out. Uh, we've got to have a plan in place. We've got to know where we're going, and then we've got to know how to get there. Uh, the way that we get there is through the types of investments we talked about. Uh, and we're going to go over a little bit more budgeting on the next show. So I think you guys will appreciate that. It's it's never a, a great topic. Budget's kind of a, a dirty word sometimes. But it's, on the other hand, it is discipline equals freedom. Once you have that discipline to budget, then you'll be able to have more freedom to uh, allocate funds for investing, which leads to a return on investment, which leads to your retirement. Uh, if you choose to retire, it also leads to the growth and, and a better standard of living for you. 
I appreciate each and every one of you for tuning in to the first episode of Your Dollars Making Sense. Uh, I truly, truly appreciate all that you folks do. Please uh, watch us on Facebook. We're going to have a podcast out. You can check out my website, therichardneesteam.com. This this is our pilot show, so we're looking for any kind of feedback. If you guys are looking at certain investments, we definitely want to help you with that. And, And thank you so much. Remember that financial intelligence is the key to your financial freedom. You guys have a great week. Thanks again for listening to Your Dollars Making Sense. Remember, financial intelligence is the key to your financial freedom.